Hi there. Welcome to Divine Truth Sharing Podcast. This audio was originally recorded as a video, which you can watch on YouTube at Divine Truth Sharing. God bless. Hi there. Welcome to Divine Truth Sharing. I'm delighted you're here. In today's video, we're going to explore the popular belief in reincarnation and what we hear about reincarnation from Jesus and the other celestials in the pageant messages. So let's get started. First of all, reincarnation has become a very popular belief, especially since globalization with our interconnectedness around the planet, we have intermingled our many belief systems around the world. And there's much benefit in this and sharing of our spirituality, sharing of our understanding of God and our love for God and our love and understanding for each other as well. If you believe firmly in reincarnation, I invite you to just take a step back for a moment and imagine, just imagine, if you only live once. Now, I myself was brought up in a Christian faith tradition that taught that reincarnation was not real. But I did think that it was the simplest explanation for many otherwise unexplainable things. So I suspected that reincarnation might be real. What we learn in the messages is that reincarnation is a myth. It's a myth. Now I'm not asking you to believe that. I'm not asking you to change your belief system. But I am inviting you to take a little journey with me and imagine the possibility just in case. What would be the value in reincarnating? Now in the Eastern traditions where it is taught as a truth, the belief is that that is the explanation for many of the injustices that we see here on the planet in the inequality of life that people come into. So for example, if you're born into extreme poverty and or neglect and or otherwise a situation of lack and limitation, maybe you're even born into slavery where there's virtually no way for you to escape to a beautiful life, or at least you believe that. And then you look and perhaps right next door is a beautiful palace where there live royal people who have every abundant blessing. So that would be one reason to believe in reincarnation is you would look and you would say, hmm, well, we know this isn't fair. So if it's not fair for one person to be born into a very painful or challenging situation and another person to be born into a very bountiful situation, what might be an explanation? And reincarnation is one potential and pretty reasonable explanation for that. What would be another value? Well, the idea is that you come in as a new soul 
with no experience and as you go through lifetimes you gain experience and you progress through the lifetimes in your soul development until you reach enlightenment. So that's the idea and some traditions even teach that you start out as an insect or an animal or something like that and then you progress to a human. There are some faith traditions that even say you see, once you get to human you get to the female because that's the lowest and then eventually you're so fortunate to be born as a male. None of that's true. That said, even spirits who cross into the spirit realm still believe this by the hundreds or hundreds of thousands or perhaps even millions. Because when we cross into the world of spirit, we cross in with the very consciousness that we have on the day that we cross over. And so if we have a powerful belief in reincarnation when we cross over, we still believe it when we're there. And we tend to congregate with other souls who believe as we do. And when we're with others who believe as we do, we tend to continue in the same belief because we reinforce them for each other. But Jesus and the other celestials tell us unequivocally that every soul who has ever been incarnated on planet Earth right from the very first two humans, a man and a man, whom we know as Adam and Eve from the Bible, are still alive in the spirit world or in the celestial realm and have never reincarnated to planet Earth. Hmm, that might be challenging for some people. So let's look at how and why that might be true. God is the great economist. Nothing is ever wasted. So let's look at this picture from what might be God's perspective. God's created souls, each individual with a personality and particular gifts and traits that are just uniquely their own qualities. And God loves each of these precious souls so much. Now, why I bring that up is think about it. Imagine the person or the people that you just love the most now imagine them when they cross over or when their mortal bodies die that they come back and they're someone else completely certainly they're going to have a different experience because they're coming into a completely new sphere of influence in terms of the family and maybe the socioeconomic structure or the culture and so on and so forth and you can imagine that that person might change dramatically, even if their souls were the same on the inside with such a completely fresh slate. So, for example, you're a, a female in one life, you're a male in another life, or maybe you're uh, gender neutral or whatever. You're going to change dramatically if that swaps. Now, the soul has no gender and has no sex. But still, everything that we experience makes up who we become. So here you've had this beloved, and now they've, they're out of your life because they've dropped their mortal body, and they're going to have a whole different life with a whole other set of people 
and souls and a whole other set of experiences that you may or may not be part of, it's really like a loss of that person, which would be hard. I know certainly I I'm, wouldn't want to lose my children like that or other loved ones. So that's one reason why reincarnation would be kind of have a negative impact. There's just no need for it. And that's what I meant when I said God is the great economist. While it's true that our souls are fresh and new when we first incarnate and we must develop and that can take a long time, it doesn't need to happen here on earth. You get your start here on earth and then you, the very self-same you, get to continue to progress on the other side for as long as it takes for you personally to reach your chosen path, be it the divine love path or the natural love path. And you'll know from other videos that even if you choose the natural love path, you're going to end up in a paradise beyond our wildest dreams. But you get to keep that original personality and experiences. You just get to build on them. Let's imagine that we only have one life. We might experience a lot of different feelings about that. If we love this life or we love ourselves and we're happy with ourselves, we might say, well, I got lucky. And certainly there's, you know, I would agree. I certainly feel I got lucky. But what if we don't love ourselves, we don't love our lives, and we don't love our circumstances? We might be angry. We might feel that's very unfair. But if truth is truth, and it is, it's not relative. It's better to know than not know. And if you were only to have one life here on earth, and you knew that for sure, you might make different choices than if you thought you could just come back and have a redo. The truth is, God created earth to be a playground for every soul. Because God also gave us the gift of free will, which was a requirement because there's no other way for God to have us actually be genuine offspring, potentially divine, or at least we're born with that potential. He can't force us to do anything. We have to choose. There are lots of people on planet Earth, and there have been since the beginning, who are choosing out of harmony with God's love and God's laws and God's will. And as we've covered before, this means that there is a real hodgepodge of experiences here on the Earth plane. Each soul creates their own experience to a greater degree than we are aware by the choices we make in every thought, word, and deed. And God's laws are all set up to help us move in the right direction. When we make healthy, happy, loving choices, we experience a bountiful, life-sustaining, and evolutionary outcome. And when we choose out of harmony with God's love, 
We experience outcomes that are painful, frustrating, and stagnating, among other things. Here on Earth, the wheat and the tares are permitted to experience together the outcome of our choices. We're all intermingled, and the sun shines on the good and the evil choices equally here so that we can learn and grow. It's like Earth gives our soul training wheels, but you don't get training wheels a second time. If you don't experience the consequences of your choices here, you will when you cross into the world of spirit. So here, it's just like I said, training wheels. And what that means is the consequences of some of our biggest choices, especially the negative ones, are somewhat softened. And quite honestly, even the consequences and the fruits of our, our best choices are somewhat subdued as well. We're not experiencing the full value of those either. Here, it's kind of a safe space for us to test. You can do anything you want. So here on the earth plane, you are free to explore and make whatever choices you want. And in fact, your ability to explore and make choices is not taken away on the other side either. It's just that your environment will be drastically different in which to do so. And with the extreme evil removed from our sphere of influence at that point, it's actually easier for the average soul to begin progressing because they don't have to worry about food, clothing, shelter, physical health, you know, any of that takes off a huge burden so you don't have to work for a living. And there's every good and wonderful thing on the other side for you to experience that we have here on Earth, only better. So, you know, universities and all opportunities to experience art and music and beauty and many, many wonderful things. So you've got plenty of time, you have all the time you need to continue to develop in a beautiful environment that's perfectly suited to your soul condition. And as your soul condition improves, your environment improves all the way from the lowest hells on up to realms we can't even begin to imagine and for which we have no language to express. So if that was available on the other side, and it is, then we know God being the great economist, it would be a tremendous waste of resources to send anyone back again. Think about the history of humanity on planet Earth. Virtually nothing has changed. Now, though we've experienced a lot of cultural shifts since the Industrial Revolution, that's really just about a lot of gadgets and tinker toys that we've come up with to help us lead more uh, physically comfortable lives and be more interconnected with each other and have more mobility around the globe. But in terms of the actual human experience at the soul level, there's really nothing new under the sun. People are still loving. They're still marrying. They're still having children. They're still celebrating. 
They're still dancing and singing and creating music and having feasts. They're still sharing stories. And sadly, they're still raping, murdering, pillaging, starving, hurting one another, lying, cheating, stealing. And the list goes on and on. And if you think about it, when we're really only talking about choosing love or choosing the lack of love in any given moment, in any given choice, there really is no reason to incarnate more than once. You can learn that here in one shot and continue to develop what you have learned for as long as it takes. Why would you have to come back here to progress? It's easy to believe in reincarnation. I had past life memories myself. How could that be if past lives don't exist? Well, I'll tell you how. They were past life memories. They weren't my memories. They were memories of spirits who were around me, who I could not see and hear with my earthly ears and eyes, but I could perceive them with my soul because I had somewhat of a mediumistic ability. And everyone has some kind of a mediumistic ability because everyone has the ability to perceive their own guardian angel and to attract into their lives spirit guides who will help them grow spiritually. It's one of the gifts that God gives us. So um, I was very open, apparently, even in childhood to these spirits, and they were making impressions upon me. And that's how I had the sense that I was an old soul because I was being impressed upon by souls from many, many different centuries. So I did have a lot of just sort of innate knowing. I could kind of innately know historical perspectives from many different cultures and time periods. And so I could discern truth and falsehood many times instinctually. And I didn't realize that I was getting these impressions from spirits around me. So what I want to caution you about are past life regressions. Be careful. Uh, many people do like to get past life regressions. They're curious. They believe in reincarnation. They'd like to know who was I before. I think a lot of times it's just curiosity, but perhaps more times it's we have something wounded that needs to be healed and we're looking for a reason for the wound maybe beyond what we might already guess and know from this life, the life that we're aware of. But also we, we are hoping for a way out. We're hoping for some wisdom to come through. There's danger in, in past life regression. There's danger in any time that we open ourselves for spiritual influence. And that's really what you're doing. When you're going for a past life regression, you're going into some kind of a meditative or hypnotic state where you're vulnerable to spirit impressions. And there are countless spirits on the earth sphere. And if they're on the earth sphere, they're not very well developed in their souls. And some of them just get the biggest kick out of going around from medium to medium and telling lies through the mediums. They just think it's funny. 
I mean, you know, you've, you've met these people. There's jokesters and tricksters and we all know these people, these types. Oh, wouldn't it be funny if we just pulled a cute little prank over here? I mean, you might not think it's funny. They're getting the biggest kick out of it. And some of them are malevolent. You know, they actually mean ill. They want to hurt you. Um, so they, they might want to knock you off your spiritual path just because they're so miserable. They want you to be miserable too. So you need to be really careful. Um, spirits are attracted to us based on our soul condition and our soul condition is uh, determined moment by moment by thought, word, deed. Emotion is also very important to soul condition. And the development that we have of our souls with God's love. So as we've talked about in previous videos, the way to develop the soul is to pray for God's love. And if we're doing that, and when we're doing that, and as we're doing that, and we're studying spiritual things, and we're keeping our thoughts and our words and our deeds all elevated spiritually, then uh, we're pretty safe. We do, may want to pray for some additional protection if you're feeling a little bit rocky. It's like you want to have your antiviral protection up. Well, you want to have your anti-dark entity protection up too. So just keep that in mind. But I, I really am not about to change anyone's mind on whether reincarnation is or isn't real or whether you should or shouldn't believe in it. And there, it doesn't really matter whether you believe in reincarnation or you don't believe in reincarnation. You are literally on the path you're on either way. Your belief in it or not is not going to change your trajectory a whole lot. But I hope that you will at least be open to the potential that you only live once. You are deeply, truly loved. God loves you. And so do the angels. And so do many spirits of whom you're not even aware. We are all deeply, truly loved. And those of us who are making positive choices here on the earth sphere have rewards on the other side that we can't imagine. And if you're not there yet, you'll get there because God loves every single soul and everyone is headed for a beautiful, beautiful future. And lastly, I encourage you to hit the pause bar when the quotes from the pageant messages appear at the end of this video. I think it's very important for you to read in the self-same words of Jesus and the other celestials the teachings that I'm sharing with you here. So with that, I'll see you next time. And remember, you are deeply, truly loved. God bless.